Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Now playing only in theaters. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive Budget Beach Finder. Or find a featured all-inclusive package and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. You guys, it is the kids' favorite time of year after the long winter. It is finally spring break. So if you're hitting the beach, retreating lakeside, or lounging at the pool, then get everything you need for your vacation at Macy's. Macy's has the cutest bathing suits, sandals, beach towels, and don't forget sunscreen. You can find everything you're throwing into your bag at Macy's. Plus, you can order online and pick up in-store or curbside or get same-day delivery. Head on over to Macy's.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California... And starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's your drama queens, and we're here to tell you that choking is the fourth leading cause of accidental deaths. So let's talk about LifeVac. It is a life-saving airway clearance device which has saved over 1,500 lives. LifeVac is the easiest, safest, and only non-invasive choking rescue device that can save the life of your loved one. Visit LifeVac, L-I-F-E-V-A-C dot net and enter promo code DRAMAQUEENS to save 20% and secure your home kit today. First of all, you don't know me. <laughs> We're all about that high school drama girl, drama girl, all about them high school queens. We'll take you for a ride in our comic girl. Drama girl. Cheering for the right team. Drama queens, drama queens. Smart girl, rough girl, fashion but you're tough girl. You could sit with us, girl. Drama queens, drama queens, drama queens. Drama, drama queens, drama queens. Episode 10, you gotta go there to come back. You gotta go there to come back. You can't come back from nowhere. Air date January 20th, 2004. <laughs> Big ideas, man. (laughs) In this episode, Lucas and Peyton try and redefine their friendship after Lucas chooses to be with her best friend, Brooke. Oof. It was a firm choice, guys. The beginning of the episode was so rough when he basically just lays out like, she's got too much baggage. (laughs) Man. Wow. Which is ironic. I don't know, because Brooke's clearly got a lot of stuff going on, too. I, I mean, mm. I don't know. It's it's maybe not as obvious, but... Uh, yeah. Well, that's it. Let's know. talk about that, because mm-hmm. it, I think we've addressed the fact that, like, Brooke and Peyton are friends because they have similar baggage, absentee yeah. parents, you know. Mm-hmm. They both are trying to prove themselves in different ways. Um, but Brooke is on the outside, like, 
fun and bubbly mm-hmm. and is hiding her baggage. Whereas Peyton's like, I'm going to wear this like a cloak, mm-hmm. mm. a velvet cloak of doom. Yeah. Well, Brooke has, there's such a veneer to her, I think, because everything that she's been, and this was sort of the way I had to think about it anyway, was that the way she'd been raised was to appear great. Like everything looks perfect. We pretend our family's perfect, even though the parents are fighting and obviously eventually get divorced and, you know, all these things. And so Brooke is like, all her validation comes from the outside, you know, being the captain of the cheer squad, being a person who's called popular, you know, whatever. She is popular, honey. You should own that. Okay. Brooke's really popular. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but Peyton has outlets that are hers. Like, you you played a character who was an artist, who was really into music. Like, Peyton had an identity in a way that, like, at least from the outside, you know, when I think about how it felt to play these girls then, it felt like Brooke just didn't. You know, Brooke was always trying to prove herself. And Peyton had, like, this world that was hers that was so cool. Oh, my God. All the angst. Um, I feel like I the angst it. done correctly in this is the is the Nathan Haley arc in mm. this. You know, you guys wake up. You're freaking adorable. Just so kissing cute. with morning breath. We We did have fun with the morning breath. No regard. No reserve. But all the TV shows do that because yeah. you're on set and when you have to kiss, everyone's polite. So you eat an Altoid and but when you see it, you're like, but if they just woke up, they would smell like demons. And on yeah. no show does anyone ever get up and brush their teeth before they kiss the person they're in bed with. Right. No, it's do you crazy. guys remember like waking up in the morning when you first started like sleeping over at somebody's house? I would wake up like an hour early and go put on mascara and brush my teeth and like sort things out so that <laughs> it seemed like I was waking up tidy. Did you ever wow. Tammy Faye of you? Very Tammy Faye Baker. Yeah, no. Girl, I'm Southern. That is some Virginia business. Yeah. <laughs> some like Southern lady eleganza. <laughs> you got to just set your alarm. Get it done. <laughs> I did Joy, not Joy, what that. was your experience shooting that stuff? Um, I'm trying to remember that. I think that was one of those where I, I looked at it and I was like, I don't really have a memory of being there. Um, I mean, the thing, I remember a little bit of being in Karen's Cafe and stuff, but this, that stuff with... Um, James in my room. I just don't remember a lot of that. The set of Haley's room, um, mm. but I don't know. It's funny watching back and feeling like it's such. They have such a mini adult. She's just such a mini adult. I can't get over yeah. it now. She's so mature with her mature kisses and her her mature like way of handling situations and everything. You I didn't just, headbutt him like I did. Stunk. <laughs> <laughs> you just missed. no. You kissed him so softly, Joy. I'm. Still jealous. <laughs> Those are my soap opera kisses. That's my that was my soap experience coming in. Do they give you a kissing class in soap opera school? Like, is there? A, I didn't have like one. a crash course. No, my crash course was that uh, I was seventeen, and there was a guy who came in to play my love interest, and uh, he was just a lot older than me, and I just kind of learned fast. <laughs> just- wow. <laughs> Or he learned very slow. He did, yeah. <laughs> he really, yeah. He taught me how to kiss, really. And not so many. I mean, you know, it's not like, listen, do this. But but there is a sort of, you do learn a little bit about where to put your chin, where the girl's chin goes, the guy's chin, you know, you, you mm-hmm. sort of like, 
gauge, start gauging where the camera is and what mm-hmm. looks attractive. If you shove your faces up against each other, everybody gets a double chin. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you, you want to try and make mm-hmm. it look like it's like a French Pretty. without the tongue. So you don't want to see a lot of tongue unless it's that uh-huh. kind of a show, which ours right. wasn't really. So yeah, we you just like make all the same motions as a French kiss, but without the tongue, which is also polite because, you know, you don't want to just mm-hmm. shove your Ugh. tongue down somebody's throat. I mean, if you're going to kiss no. with tongue, it's usually talked about beforehand mm. with the director. Everything's sort of sort of sorted out. I had more than one surprise. Did you? Tongue oh, no. slip on this show. <gasps> what? <laughs> Guys, they, they, over the years, there were people Brooke Davis had to kiss and whew, there were some... You already know somebody bit me. I will never tell you who. The internet was speculating about it, and I'm not. Yeah, you going guys to have reveal. no idea. They don't you know. Just, they don't know. But oh man, I actually saw some really hilarious guesses, which made me feel bad for some of the people that they guessed. I was like, oh no, do you think that guy's really horrible like that? How sad. No, he's adorable. Um, no, but oof, yeah, it's it is a it is a shock when someone just does that i love though you talking about the technicality of this joy because mm-hmm. there is a question that as an actor you get so often which is like well what was this like or this scene and it's like actually the the stuff we make look really romantic and sexy on camera is the least sexy because yeah. it's so technical you got to like get your face and then they're like okay turn your head one inch and you're like this way they're like no the other way okay do that. okay raise your chin okay okay that's exactly where we need you two to kiss and and it's so choreographed and then it has to look natural, but it's the most unnatural yeah, thing. So awkward. Oh God. It's so awkward. You guys. Yeah. That's why I liked working with my husband. Cause they were like, make out. And it was like, I don't have to follow any of <laughs> I can just do what I want. That's so awesome. That. This is going to be great. I highly recommend it. Um, well, speaking of James, this was great yeah. stuff for Nathan uh, in mm-hmm. this episode. He finally let Dan have it. Mm. I've been waiting a for that. A couple people did. Deb too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the whole episode kicks off with him trying to love bomb her, which yeah. is mm. ugh, yuck. Um, the flowers. I got us the reservation. Would you explain love the bombing view. for any anyone that doesn't know really what that is? So certain personality types that are prone to bad behavior become very skilled at countering that bad behavior with over-the-top affection. So they could tell you the night before that, like, you're a whore and I hate your face. And then the next day they show up with a hotel reservation and flowers, and you are expected to understand that they were going through something Mm -hmm. and they really do love you. And so love bombing is like a big red flag. We've talked about red flags here before. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a narcissistic tool too, because they, that's how they get you to, they devalue you. And friends can do it. Lovers can do it. Coworkers can do it. Parents. Yeah. And so they build you up with the love bombing. So they make you feel this euphoric, like, oh my God, everything's amazing. I'm amazing. They love me. They Mm -hmm. see me in this beautiful way. It's all going to be great. And then they put you on the pedestal and then they can rip the pedestal out from underneath you. You come Mm -hmm. crashing down. You feel horrible about yourself. You feel confused Mm -hmm. and lost in everything in the relationship. And then they come back with the flowers in the hotel again and build you back Mm -hmm. up. And it's a really sick cycle. And it's always an excuse of I'm so sorry it's my damage or it's my emotions or it's because of what happened to me with my mom. Like whatever yeah. the excuse It could is. also just be, I forgive you. I forgive you for being a mess. For I'm, So they're punishing you for being normal. 
And, mm. you know, and it could also, it doesn't always have to be, I'm sorry. It, it can be like, mm. I forgive you. Come on, let's make it better. You overreacted to what I said or what I yeah, did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's fun watching Deb in this moment because I have to imagine the love bombing was sexy at the beginning of their relationship. Yeah. It's yeah. been a constant thing where they have this kind of, you know, she's not in town all the time. So the hellos and the goodbyes are probably mm-hmm. like fun and flirty. Um, but in this episode where she puts a boundary up and does not accept the love bombing and then tells him you need to go to therapy. Like that's a big move in a relationship. Yeah. Yeah. She's not putting up with it. I will say, you know, we're all speaking about this topic uh, from experience. (laughs) And and I, I think, you know, I know for me at least in my younger years, being in, you know, relationships that had that kind of, you know, volatility that bordered on abusive behavior, I didn't know what was happening. You know, we've Mm-mm. all like, like we trade books and we talk about narcissism and we're like, have you listened to this podcast? Like, <laughs> yeah. We've got resources now. And at that time we really didn't. And it was yeah. hard to understand the toxicity of, of that kind of behavior uh, of those types of courtships. And I think Watching this now, I'm like, oh man, Deb set such a good example. And this was in 2003, you guys. Yeah. Like yeah, she she's was so saying calm. no. Yeah, putting her foot down, talking about therapy. Like now we're talking about mental health all the time. But for a woman to stand up to a man who who is volatile and scary like Dan Scott was and say, you're going to go to therapy or you're not going to see your kid. Like now as a person who goes to therapy, I'm like, yeah, girl, get it. Yeah. <laughs> and she wasn't shouting. It was like totally just mm-hmm. time setting my boundary. Here's what's going on. So mm-hmm, great. So mm-hmm. super healthy. Um, mm. Can we move on to this arc of Luke? This bad, I keep calling him bad, bad Lucas now, like bad Sandy. <laughs> it's like he's, he's really exploring this, um, this side of being a part of a, a community that is not the one that he's used to kind of being suddenly fitting in with all the people that he was an outcast from for so long. And it's kind of having a weird effect on him. Well, it's weird. So when people talk about like the popular crowd, right? Everything that we knew from John Hughes movies was bad behavior. You know, like Mm -hmm. we watch like Pretty in Pink and Blaine and all the rich kids. They're all just like awful. And then you watch 16 Candles and all the rich kids. They're just like awful. And so... Mm. Our generation specifically kind of grew up watching those movies where it's like, oh, that's what popular people are like. Mm. And so now that Lucas has been accepted into this world, you know, like having a girl over into your room and rolling around and buying condoms out at the grocery store. At least go to a gas station where no one (laughs) is. He went to the local organic co-op to buy condoms. (laughs) Tidal Creek. Like the classiest place. I need yeah. my organic coconut oil and my little chicks and my condoms. face is turning so red. As soon as we were in that grocery store, yeah. I pulled my sweatshirt up around my face because I was like, oh no, oh no, oh no, I know what the scene is. Because I was so embarrassed then, and I realized that as an adult human, it <laughs> is silly that I'm still mortified. I'm still mortified. Of course, by that scene. as a high schooler, that's terrifying. 
I don't know. I'd be like, I don't need people to see me buying condoms now. You know, <laughs> it's just not like no. a thing I want anyone else to witness. And why are they oh, always God. locked up behind the plastic case? But like where the guy know. has to go get them. You're when you're at the checkout. Like let people Ugh. steal those. By uh, the by, you know what like, I mean. Just, yeah. <laughs> just let it. Just give them away yeah. for free. Yeah. Let's just give them away. It was so uncomfortable to do the scene, mm-hmm. and like the secondhand embarrassment that I had having to do it. And now that I feel it's like I remember exactly how I felt and I'm just still mortified. And I think like ugh, we, we, we've hit this weird point with Brooke where like we were saying there's such good scenes and then the writers always make me her end a scene with like a really gross one liner. We're just <laughs> yeah. like, oh, man, come on. Like no girl is going to say that. And why do we keep having to do it? And there's like four of them in this episode. Like, yeah, yeah I'm just going to take the Polaroid. Like, cool. Let's joke about kids doing porn. And like, Look, yeah, and well, we were having really such a sleep. moment. Oh. Like they were just talking about feelings and yeah. like, baby, you good. I'm good. You're my best friend. You're my best friend. You. Yeah. Let's take naked pictures. You know, like, yeah. oh. like oh, come on. But it's like, I. I don't know, man. You guys said something that I loved where because clearly I was dying. I was on the inside of my shirt and and you were like, well, at least we were promoting safe sex. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, that's yep. There's a silver lining in my shirt. Always- <laughs> <laughs> well, whether you like fresh faced full glam or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I use it every day. So does my daughter. It's the one in the turquoise tube all over your socials. Yes. Obsessed with this, you guys. Thrive Cosmetics beauty products are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, made with clean, skin-loving ingredients, high-performance and trademark formulas, and uncompromising standards. It's easy to see why their bestsellers have thousands of five-star reviews. I'm wearing it right now. I I really do put it on every morning because it's so easy. It just comes right off with water. So I don't have to worry about like getting those raccoon lines under my eyes. No, I have a little bag. And after I take my kids to school, I just sit in my car. And what I love about their kits is that it's so easy. It's like four products and you look like a brand new awake woman. (laughs) Awake. What a novel idea. (laughs) I love it. The Liquid Lash Mascara lasts all day without clumping, smudging, or flaking. And the flake-free tubing formula dramatically lengthens and defines your lashes from root to tip. It really does look like lash extensions, you guys, without the damaging glue or the salon prices. Its nourishing ingredients support longer, stronger, and healthier-looking lashes over time. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at Thrive Cosmetics dot com slash drama that's thrive cosmetics c-a-u-s-e see what they did there m-e-t-i-c-s c-a-u-s-e m-e-t-i-c-s dot com slash drama for 20 percent off your first order what is better than a beach vacay an all-inclusive beach vacay with cheap caribbean vacations of course cheap caribbean gets you more food more drinks and more fun for less Plus, you can score $175 instant savings on beach favorites in Mexico, the Dominican Republic, Jamaica, Aruba, and the Bahamas for even more awesome savings. Book by April 1st, 2024, and learn more about doing your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. That's CheapCaribbean.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. 
jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This March, join Macy's and Girls, Inc. to empower a new generation of leaders now during Women's History Month. I love that Macy's partners with Girls, Inc. to support young women and leaders, inspiring all girls to be strong, smart, and bold. Throughout March, you can help fund STEM and college and career readiness programming for girls when you donate online to Girls, Inc. or Roundup on your purchase. Plus, shop women-owned and founded brands like Kaylee Cosmetics, New Face, and Better Not Younger. Learn more and celebrate the creative power of women now and all year round at Macy's.com slash purpose. Call it power, you guys. I love this. Your whole life you've been told that the enemy of eating well is giving into your cravings and indulging. But actually, your cravings are leading you right where you needed to be. It is Kala Power. I love this name. I do too. Kala Power is the brand that powers the food you crave with ingredients you deserve so you can crave on. If you're craving pizza, go ahead. Enjoy one of the Kala Power's thin and crispy stone-fired cauliflower crust pizzas. Craving chicken tenders? Kala Power's chicken tenders are made with real, all-natural white meat chicken and a crispy coating packed with cauliflower so you can get protein and veggies all in one bite. Oh, and that's not all. If you want to indulge in a big, warm bowl of pasta, you can dig in with Kala Power's cauliflower-based pasta meals. Dinner has never been easier or more delicious. With Kala Power, all the foods you crave are made with the power of veggies, gluten-free always, and ready in minutes. Most importantly, they taste like the foods you crave. Kala Power's products are available in freezers nationwide. Visit eatkalapower.com to find them in a store near you. Kala Power. Crave on. Peyton was feeling a lot of feelings in this episode. Um, yeah. How, yeah. how, okay, A, how realistic is it that she would be, I mean, you talked a little bit about this in a previous podcast that we had about your high school best friend. They wanted to trade or something. They wanted yes. to trade. So okay, it apparently is not that crazy, but does this whole, did this scenario watching this back, does this feel realistic to you? Well, I'll tell you, so I have sense memory of filming this episode because I personally was in a very weird space oh. filming this episode. Mm. I had come onto the show, uh, shot the pilot, got engaged uh, mm-hmm. after we shot the pilot. And so when we came back oh. to start shooting the show, I was engaged. And while we were shooting this episode, I had broken that off and was living by myself in the apartment across the street from Karen's cafe That's and like right. doing mm-hmm. the exact same thing Peyton was doing. Peyton's mm-hmm. so needy for Haley's attention in this episode. It's like, please hang out with me. Please hang out with me. Please hang out with me. I would go and fill my fridge with so much alcohol and food so that the crew would come over after work because mm-hmm. I was just like, so I'm so broken right now. Like someone please hang out with me. Everything's mm-hmm. weird. This job is very different than what I thought it was going to be. You know, like, I was a mess. Um, And so that's what I'm seeing in this episode. What I'm also seeing is that this was the episode where I PA'd because Mm -hmm. I wanted to be. What is a PA for anybody that doesn't know? Okay, so a PA is a production assistant and they work 
the the AD department, the assistant director department, is kind of the nervous system of the show. And so mm-hmm. they are the ones that transmit information to all the different departments all day long. And it's a very high-stress department. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, you easily can get a chip on your shoulder while you're working in that department because basically you're managing everybody else's bullshit all day long. <laughs> and and the AD department runs all of the scheduling. They're the yeah. people who set the call times, you know, it, when it's like you're going to get picked up at 5.12 a.m. That's because that's calculated because it's exactly 18 minutes from the person's house to the set and then they're going to get in hair and makeup and then they have this song and that. It's it's so many moving parts and they're timed to the minute. So those are the people that are always trying to make sure we're staying on schedule. And and the PAs, you know, this team of production assistants, they're all the people on sets with walkie talkies and earpieces. And they're helping make sure everyone is where they need to be. They're locking up traffic. They're they're giving cues to the background. They're 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 really like, you know, running all the strings of the puppet that is the show. And I remember that day (laughs) because we were doing that scene at Tidal Creek and I just wanted to die. And we came outside and I, I lost it Hill because you were locking up traffic in the parking lot. And the first time I walked out of Tidal Creek with Chad, we started doing the scene and I locked eyes with you. And I don't know if you remember this, but I just started laughing and I was like, I'm sorry, we got to start over. I can't, I just can't. It was it was art imitating life because the reason I PA'd was that I'd asked the AD department if my brother could come down and be a PA. He was at mm-hmm. school in New York. He was miserable. I was alone. I was just like, I just need a blankie. I need like a cozy thing. My little mm-hmm. brother will work. And they were like, we're not going to hire him. And I was like, no, I swear to you, the Burton work ethic is like, you know, be like Burton's will outwork anybody. You please hire my brother. I'll work for free as a PA if you'll just give him a chance. So I had like bartered this deal with the AD department. So I'm locking up traffic. And here I see Lucas and Brooke, you know, Sophia and Chad, like, working and having fun and like doing all this stuff. And I'm on the outside with a walkie talkie getting screamed at by this woman. That's like, get out of my neighborhood. You know, like (laughs) it was, I very much felt like an outsider. Um, Mm. I, I was struggling so hard (laughs) and yeah. So me being like, um, joy, Haley, will you hang out with me, please? Somebody please just spend time with me. That was all real. It really came through. I mean, I, I love, that's one of the things I love about acting is that we can use our emotions. You can use whatever you're going through. Mm. Um, so that's good that you had that outlet, I guess. Oh, and that kills me, Hill, because you, the similarity of like Peyton's toughness and like your, your toughness. I'm fine. I'm always fine. So (laughs) like, I'm good. It's cool. And, and like, the the tenderness that exists between all of us and the things we share, like to think of you struggling then that that shatters me because you were <laughs> so like you were like running the social scene and doing it and you just seemed great. And I'm like, oh, yep. no, you needed a hug. We would have come. We would have hugged you. We would have come over. <laughs> Please hug me. No. The plus side to PA was that I got to come in on Brian Greenberg's day, you guys, oh. uh, where he was doing all this stuff with Lucas and baby Jenny. Wow. And Big episode for BG and for and for Ooh. Jake. I mean, let's talk about Jake. What a babe. What a babe. What I a mean, babe. can you imagine when you were in high school, if you had a guy in your high school who played basketball, who was that hot and who Mm -hmm. like was doing the right thing and being a single dad and just, you know, trying to 
trying to just do the right thing. And, and then he also sings. He has a guitar and he comes to open oh, a yeah. mic night and you're like in the oh, cafe. <gasps> it's so romantic. Mm-hmm. And, and the casual, but like very vulnerable way that he just presents his daughter to everyone. It, like it let so good. all the air out. It took all the pressure out. It was so good. And the whole room was just like, mm-hmm. it's such a tribute to him as an actor. Mm-hmm. How come you and BG never did a duet? You two should have done a duet. Did you? Why didn't we? I don't know. Oh, well, because not long after this part of the season, when we all really started to learn that he could sing, remember he booked that Clooney show and he just oh, kept leaving that's us. That's right, the Project Greenlight thing, right? Yeah. So I feel like I feel like we were I feel like we were all robbed. We were robbed. He picked and Clooney the fans over were us. Robbed. He picked Clooney, and the fans were robbed of a duet. Uh, <laughs> and it's not now. over yet, guys. <laughs> if you could duet a song with Greenberg, what would you duet? Islands Ooh. in the stream. Say Islands in the stream. Islands in the stream. <laughs> what else could it possibly be? He was such an Elliot Smith fan. Remember, he was always yeah. singing those Elliot Smith songs. And I don't know. We, I would definitely do something that's sort of in that Nick Drake vibe, mm. right? It would be fun. Mm. Yeah. Something that good and moody. So cool. yeah. I loved, too, before, like if we rewind to the beginning of the episode, when Jake's all tired and the way Brian delivers that line, you know, because Lucas comes in and is like, oh, you didn't get any sleep? Like, who's the girl? And he's like, no, you don't know her. Mm -hmm. And and all of us, those moments are so fun as an audience member when you know something the actors don't know. Mm Because you go, oh, he means the baby. And you get all, it just feels good. Yeah, I mean, that was crazy to me, the whole thing, like a boy has a baby. Yeah. Because where I Mm -hmm. grew up, there were tons of chicks with babies. Really? But then there's also like a boy that has to have participated in that. Right. And it never clicks. Uh You know, it's always like, Oh, she's a teen mom. Mm-hmm. And so to depict a teen dad was really different. I loved um, it. I did yeah. too. I thought it was so cool. Yeah, they really got that right. What'd she do? Did we ever understand like what what the mom did? Wasn't it Emmanuel Vogier? She came back, yeah, right? Yeah. She comes in. I know she comes in. I guess my memory's bad. I don't remember what her baggage was. I don't like remember that she either. just didn't want to be a parent. I think or if that she was, was like a druggie or something. No, I think she just didn't want to. I can't remember. I don't remember. We're going to find out. We'll get there. <laughs> it's coming. Baby Jenny just graduated high school. Oh. I am friends with her and her mom on Facebook. Oh, my gosh. And Hi. all her graduation p- photos are posted. And so it's crazy when you look at a baby and you can absolutely see the adult that they've become. Yeah. And like, because her face is, you know, that's yeah. her face. And she's so cute. And she has turned into such an accomplished, mm-hmm. responsible, beautiful young woman, Grace Holcomb. Mm-hmm. She comes to a lot of our conventions and it's fun to have watched this little person grow yeah. up. I want to know where that Polaroid is. Joy, the Polaroid <laughs> yeah. yes. of me, Hillary and Grace. I'm like, who has that? In what archive does that Polaroid live and how do we get it? Oh, I want it. That would be so fun to have that. You know that they're somewhere and there's all those Polaroids from all of our Makeup yeah. and hair and wardrobe. Well, they probably threw those out, actually. I don't know, guys. Don't know. People have brought in our old wardrobe Polaroids for us to sign at conventions. And I'm like, how did you get that? That is so disconcerting. We bought it on eBay. I don't like <laughs> it. 
What? That makes me so uncomfortable. I will say the Polaroids I do like, though, are the ones we took in this episode. Yes. And yeah. I, I, it feels very important to call out the fact that in episode 10 of One Tree Hill, Brooke and Peyton invent the selfie. There's no oh, come on. Literally, oh. like we I'm like we just invented it. That's what we're doing. Listen, I'm going to take credit for everything we can take credit Let's for. Let's do it. I don't know that we were the first people to do it, but we definitely yeah. were the cutest. We were real cute. Yeah. Super cute. We took you guys took a few of those. I wish the Polaroid had stuck yeah. around and become like more of a thing in the uh in the show. That would have right been fun. Yeah. I still have Polaroid cameras. When you hear that people have Polaroid cameras now, though, it still just makes me think they're doing it to take naked pictures. Even really? Do myself. you? Really? Because you don't, because it doesn't go on the cloud. Right. Oh, right. I love them. And I love them it, too. you don't have to have it printed. I just love film. I love film. I love the flash, the moment. You guys, I'm such a nerd. Like, you know, photography is so, it's like a, you well, know, your like dad's a photographer. Yeah. It's like a love language in my family. I'm like the nerd who's trolling eBay to collect old Polaroid cameras. Do I've it. Got like a, I have like a whole storage bin up above my washing machine just of like all these weird old cameras that I've bought over the years. What are you going to do with them? I mean, I use them, but the thing that's really annoying, I have to say, is that because film in general has gotten to be like retro and whatever, now it's like a hundred bucks to get a 10-pack of Polaroid film for, like, yeah. one of the Polaroids yeah. I have that's from the 60s. And I'm like, this feels ridiculous. I don't even know if that's going to be a good photo. What if I blinked? It's $10 <laughs> a blink? Like, get out of here. Uh, that's the charm of it back then. You know, you got know. you got the one photo by the seaside of uh, whoever yeah. happened to have their eyes open. You just never we've, know. We've seen a lot of, like, that picture of uh, Brooke Payton and baby Jenny, we see a lot in, like, fan art. Um, yeah. and at conventions and stuff. And it's so nice to rewatch the episode and know that Haley took that picture because I'd yeah. forgotten that tidbit. Me too. Yeah. And the the friendship between the girls is on display in this episode in a really, really? nice way. It really is. I, in fact, I noticed that this, to me, this was the first time, maybe I'm wrong, but I, it was the first time I noticed Peyton and Haley hanging out without a reason the walk yeah. and talk. So it was already, the flyer's already been made. There was no reason for, for us to find each other, except that we then was just like, okay, well, I guess we like each other now. So we'll just kind of keep walking and talking and hanging out. And it felt like the first time we we solidified that, okay, there's an actual friendship here. It's not just thrown together in a car because we have to be mm. or crossing paths because of this whole rectangle of people that were yeah. around, you know, it was like you and me yeah. really choosing to spend time together. I liked that. Mm-hmm. And it, it made Pe- Peyton feel important that Haley like asked her to help. That mm-hmm. is always, I find like the quickest way to make a friend is to like ask somebody for their skill set. Yeah. Cause you're respecting what they're good at mm-hmm. and you're honoring that and in you're including them, you're letting them know, yeah. like you're the best at this. That's why I picked you, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, so it's a, yeah, that's a good life hack. Do that yeah, when you yeah. want to make friends with someone. <laughs> it's also so nice to see all of these people really starting to see each other. Like Peyton and Haley are really seeing each other. Um, we're we're seeing Nathan. Nathan and Lucas are beginning to see each other. Like when Lucas says to Nathan at the cafe, like, come play with us at the river court tonight. And Nathan says, why? And he's like, because it's fun, remember? Oh my God. Like for the boys, mm. to, for him to see that his 
you know, estranged half-brother is really hurting because of the pressure put on the fun thing. I, I even like, I have to say it's so funny. We played these people for so long that they, like, they feel kind of like us or like our friends. And when, when Haley's like being judgmental of Brooke in the beginning, I was like, that hurts my feelings. Yeah. But what I love <laughs> is that they're the, in, for whatever reason in, in this development, like Haley and Brooke are, are kind of the last to see each other, you know? And I actually thought yeah. it was really cool because it was such a thing, Hill, when you were mentioning like John Hughes movies, whatever, it was such a thing to like judge the popular girl or like judge girls for being quote unquote, like easy or sexual or whatever. And Haley does it to Brooke and Lucas defends her. And yeah, isn't that- like, it's cause I like her. He's like, she's cool. She's smart. She makes me laugh. Like yeah. stop, give her a chance. Yeah. And it's good. It's really good. And like, I liked that she then kind of fessed up to Peyton, like, yeah, I, I haven't been doing it and I should. And and then like when you're so nice at the end and you offer to take the Polaroid of us with the baby, I was like, oh, man, these people are making space for each other despite yeah. their predispositions. And that's yeah. that's really cool. And you even, you know, as as Haley with Peyton, you call out your predisposition. You're like, I take back everything I said about you before I knew you. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, like it's I don't know. I find it to be really beautiful that we modeled like honesty about judgment, but also the potential to make room for your opinion to change. Yeah, that like your opinion can and maybe should change about people on a regular basis. Yeah, we're all different people than we were five minutes ago. Um, Mm. And that's true for fictional characters as well. Mm -hmm. Um, Me, the grumpy girl that likes to make jokes instead of feel feelings. I cried watching the river court scene. Me that too. affected me. I don't it, it's just like looking at like the shiny happy thing. Mm-hmm. George snuck in here to watch it too. Um <laughs> and we have one of our favorite members of our river court family joining us. But we're going to take a little break. Ooh, here we go. What is better than a beach vacay? An all-inclusive beach vacay with Cheap Caribbean Vacations, of course. Cheap Caribbean gets you more food, more drinks, and more fun for less. Plus, you can score $175 instant savings on beach favorites in Mexico, the Dominican Republic, Jamaica, Aruba, and the Bahamas for even more awesome savings. Book by April 1st, 2024, and learn more about doing your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. That's CheapCaribbean.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, Hill, what are your spring break plans with the kids? Um, we are going to the city and just going to see like every musical we can get our hands on. That's, yes. It's just time. Sweeney Todd is playing. Oh, what about you? What are you doing? I think we're just going to stay home because we've got uh, some other travel coming up a little bit later. So we're actually just going to enjoy being in the house. And You mean you're going to rest? <laughs> I'm going to rest. Have kids come over, run around in the creek. It'll be fun. 
But if you're hitting the beach or retreating lakeside or lounging at the pool, then everything you need for your vacation is at Macy's. Macy's has an incredible selection of bathing suits, sandals, beach towels, and even sunscreen. And you can find everything you're throwing into your beach bag at Macy's. And if you're trying to dress it up and hit the town on the vacation, then head to Macy's.com to find the cutest summer dresses and perfect accessories to dress up any look. Oh my God, I can't wait to dress up. Plus, you can order online and pick up in-store or curbside, or you could get same-day delivery. Head on over to Macy's.com. Call it power, you guys. I love this. Your whole life, you've been told that the enemy of eating well is giving into your cravings and indulging. But actually, your cravings are leading you right where you needed to be. It is Call a Power. I love this name. I do too. Call a Power is the brand that powers the food you crave with ingredients you deserve so you can crave on. If you're craving pizza, go ahead. Enjoy one of the Call of Power's thin and crispy stone fired cauliflower crust pizzas. Craving chicken tenders? Call of Power's chicken tenders are made with real, all natural white meat chicken and a crispy coating packed with cauliflower so you can get protein and veggies all in one bite. Oh, and that's not all. If you want to indulge in a big, warm bowl of pasta, you can dig in with Cauliflower's cauliflower-based pasta meals. Dinner has never been easier or more delicious. With Cauliflower, all the foods you crave are made with the power of veggies, gluten-free, always, and ready in minutes. Most importantly, they taste like the foods you crave. Cauliflower's products are available in freezers nationwide. Visit eatcauliflower.com to find them in a store near you. Cauliflower. Crave on. Hey, it's your drama queens, and we're here to tell you that choking is the fourth leading cause of accidental deaths. So let's talk about LifeVac. It is a life-saving airway clearance device, which has saved over 1,500 lives. LifeVac is the easiest, safest, and only non-invasive choking rescue device that can save the life of your loved one. Visit LifeVac, L-I-F-E-V-A-C dot net and enter promo code DRAMAQUEENS to save 20% and secure your home kit today. Hey everybody, I'm Bethany Joy Lenz. I'm Hillary Burton Morgan. And I'm Sophia Bush. And we have something very exciting to invite you to. What are y'all doing on the 23rd of September? What is the 23rd Woo! of September? It's, um, um, um. It's, um. Oh yeah, it's OTH Day. One Tree Hill Day. It's our national holiday. <laughs> I like that we've just claimed it. That's right. It's, it's it. our day. Put it on your calendar. It belongs to us. Not only is it a live event with your drama queens, but we have a very special guest. Hillary, tell everybody what they won. Y'all, hold the phone. Gavin DeGraw is joining us for official OTH day. I can't wait. And he's going to serenade us. So go get your tickets. Loopedlive.com. The man who gave us I Don't Want to Be with your three queens. September 23rd, One Tree Hill Day, loopedlive.com. See you there. Who do you love to party with more than any other dude on the show? Um, Antoine Tanner. Tanner. (laughs) (laughs) We got him. Okay, friends, we have Antoine Tanner. He's an American actor. He is best known for his recurring role as Michael on the UPN sitcom Moesha and its spinoff, The Parkers. He had a starring role in the film Coach Carter. He's been in NYPD Blue, Sister, Sister, 413, Hope Street, (laughs) and CSI. And he is our friend. Antoine Tanner. Skills. <laughs> What's good? What's, What's good, baby? <gasps> Look at those <gasps> muscles. Hey. What's good? Okay. Hi. Talk about a tank top party. 
Yeah, what's going on, muscles? Are you wearing a juicy suit on the bottom <laughs> half of that? I hope so. I just got on shorts. <laughs> that was that was my wardrobe in one of the scenes, Twan. We were like, oh, there's a tank top and a juicy suit. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so good to see your face. How you doing? I'm good. I'm proud of y'all, man. Y'all killing the game. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, we're having fun. I love you. Wait, so did you ever go to any of the basketball games before that? Like, did you go sit in the stands? No. Mm-mm. You never How? had to work an 18-hour Sunday? Nope. <laughs> I, didn't to, I didn't have to do none of those. I was just... You're lucky duck. Yeah, we were still on the river court. I would, I would fly wow. in California, come shoot my damn... Um, maybe one scene <laughs> on the stage at Lucas' house. Or, you know what I'm saying? And then, or at the, it was all River Court. That was it. Wow. Go back, Antoine. Talk to us about what you were really like in high school. What were you doing? Hmm. I was, I think I was a lot like skills on everything because I was a basketball star. Um, I was a basketball star at my school. I was the class clown. <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> I was a class clown. Well, not my, like my freshman and sophomore year, we was, I wasn't a basketball star then because we had like stars at my school. Like that was real good. But when I came to California and I went to school out here, yeah, I was like big man on campus as far as basketball was concerned. So, <laughs> and then I got girls because it was like a lot of different races and like that. So it was cool. <laughs> did, did, how did you tell us what the audition process was like for you getting the part on One Tree Hill as a basketball player? Well, I had already knew Schwan and, and Brian and Mike. I had already knew them. How so did you know them? I used to play ball with, um, and I did actually, I, I worked with Brian and Mike Pryor. We did a, a show called, uh, an after school special called, um, I think it was called Four Points with Shaq, mm-hmm. um, mm. Shaq and Cheryl Miller and uh, and Robert Richard, Robert Richard that was in Coach Carter. So we yeah. all, yeah, he, played, uh, he played inches on the show. And I was like a bully basketball kid that was a bully. You know what I'm saying? We bullied him and. You know what I'm saying? Then all of a sudden he got good. I did so I worked with Brian on that. And then I also had did a pilot with Brian and Mike called um what was there Slam. So it was this it was supposed to be a series and it didn't get mm. up. So like they already knew who I was. They already knew, you know what I'm saying? They already knew my work. So did so you even have to audition or was it like, hey, come play with us on this show? No, I, I went to an audition, but when I got in the room, we didn't talk, we didn't audition. Like I, I <laughs> You didn't even read. You just uh, talked. I, I studied the stuff and then I walked in and I was like, oh, what's up, y'all? What's what's happening? We, you know, say Devola, everybody. I just was like, you know, and we just got to talking about basketball because at the time we was playing in the NBA Entertainment League. It had just like started. It was getting oh, like, yeah. yeah, it was getting big. And I was like averaging like 25 MVP that year. So that when I came in, they just was talking about, so who y'all playing next week? And I was like, oh, we got so-and-so. And, you know, they was like, oh, damn, that's what's up. And it was like, okay, listen, wow. we're going to go to North Carolina and shoot the show. It's a pilot. We're going to be out there for about a week and it's going to be happening this week. Uh, that It was like April something when we shot. I'll never forget. It was like right around my birthday. And uh, I told him, I said, well, I can't go this week. Y'all going to have to like figure it out because I was doing a show with um, Clarence Williams the third rest in peace um, called uh, Skin. It was on, uh-huh. uh, it was on CBS. And I have, I remember like, that. Yeah. I was doing, I did four episodes on that with, with Clarence Williams the third. And so he, um, and they was like, don't worry about it. We'll work it out. And I was like, all right, cool. So they was like, all right, get out of here. We got to audition some people. I was like, all right, bet. So I left. Like, that was my audition. <laughs> what? <laughs> I just yeah. love, okay, so we shot the pilot and Antoine was like, 
Like we were just like talking because I was still going back and forth to MTV and Antoine would talk and be like, oh, I know Brandy. I know so-and-so. I know so-and-so. I know so-and-so. And I was like, who is this dude that knows everybody? And then sure, sh- I get back up to New York and everyone's like, oh, yeah, Antoine. Like, yeah, of course, we all know him. I was just like, what? Where have I been? Um, yeah, you were like the most connected dude on the planet. You'd worked with everybody. I worked. I was yeah. You know, it was crazy because I never wanted to be an actor or nothing. I didn't take no classes. I didn't study. I didn't. I just was playing basketball. I got noticed playing basketball. I was doing music first. And then I was like, well, I just really want to be on the soundtrack. So my like whole motivation to be in the movie, I could get on the soundtrack. (laughs) And then so. Antoine, are you going to sing for us right now? Oh, no, I can't sing. I write. That's what I do. I, I write. You know what I'm saying? But I could write it. It's crazy. It's so weird. I could write it, but I just, I never was a performer. I was a performer when I was rapping. Mm, but uh-huh. like R&B and stuff like that, it's easy for me to write that. I don't know why. You love Phil Collins. That's what I remember about oh, the pilot yeah. is you listening to Phil Collins. I love, I love that you fact about you. did have the best taste in music. You could always count on Antoine for a good soundtrack. I just did karaoke in, in Wallace, North Carolina last weekend for the Hope for the Warriors Foundation. And the girl who runs it, she was like, you need to participate. And I was like, what you want me to do? She's like, I'm going to do a song with you. I was like, OK. She's like, what do you want to listen to? Some rap stuff. I was like, nah, Phil Collins. She was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Phil Collins. So I did Phil Collins. They had a ball out there. So Uh, that was so funny. I was in the woods last week. I saw you posted that on Instagram. Was it when's the last time you were back in North Carolina? Like a convention? Yeah, it was last week. I went, um, well, I flew into Wilmington, but you know, Wallace is like right outside of like Burgo and Jacksonville. So it's like 40 Mm -hmm. minutes from Wilmington. So I was out there. I went and hung out. Me and um, my boy Kent, we went and hung out that night. Just went to downtown. We went to Real Cafe. We went to Level 5. Oh. Mm-hmm. Real quick and just, you know, had some wings. And then we went up to Level 5, <laughs> had a couple shots. And then we went and laid. What's later. the scene like now? Is it the yeah. same as it was when we were there? Yes. It was a Saturday night and it was cracking. Yeah. Yeah, it was popping. It was popping. I mean, that was what I was going to say. Yeah, they don't wear no mask. They, they just out. It's, they don't care. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I want to know what your favorite... Antoine, One Tree Hill storyline was that you got to do. Oh, I liked it. I liked it. Favorite the, uh, my favorite one was the, me and Nanny Deb. What's so funny is that she, Mine I too. think, said the same thing, Antoine. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> you know what it was? I think what it was was I was, I'm more like, I'm more confident, you know what I'm saying, around women. But she, like, she was the first person that made me feel vulnerable. Really? <laughs> she didn't make you blush. She was the first person. So it was like, uh, like, but then she's she so like, hot. Yeah, she would keep you on your toes. So it was kind of mm-hmm. like, I could never relax with her. I always had to make sure my <laughs> sh- was on point. You she had the, the most lovely things to say about you. I mean, she was talking about the scene where you guys were in the pool together right after she had just given birth to her daughter. And, you know, she was topless and you were just so sweet to her and like always really protective. And she just, oh, she said that she, I mean, girls, if you remember any of this stuff too, I just remember Barb saying that she had such a great time working with you and felt so safe with you and had Mm -hmm. so much fun. Like you guys just got to play. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. She played a lot. She had me like, she had me so like nervous. (laughs) (laughs) The fun part about doing scenes with you, Antoine, is that I don't even know if you read the script because you just say what you need to say in the scene to move it forward. Yeah. 
And it's fun to play. It's fun to just like make stuff up. Mm -hmm. Do you read the scripts? I don't read the whole scripts. <laughs> just your part. I, I just read my scene and see what's mm -hmm. happening. And that's, that's it. Because the way I study is different. Sam, when I worked with Sam Jackson a long time ago, I did 187 with him. He gave me like a bunch of like game. Like mm -hmm. he used to say, forget the lines, know the scene. Mm -hmm. And go with your instinct. Like he would always say that. And I'd be like, what do you mean? Like you have to read it. He said, you don't need to read everybody's stuff. You wasn't there for their stuff. You only there for your stuff. I was like, Oh, okay. That makes sense. So that's what made me stop like really reading the scripts. And I was just like, okay, but it kind of clicked in what he was saying. I didn't, I didn't get it at first, but then I was like, Oh, okay, well, let, let me see. So what I would do, he would like, read it, just read the scene real quick and leave it alone. Just read it one time and leave it alone. And I'd be like, all right, cool. So I would do it like two days before I even film. So I would read it. I'd be in the shower and you know, sometimes you're in the shower and yeah. you just think, it just go through your head like da, da, da. so that when I got to say it, it was like, this is how I was going to say it already, because this is I'm just going over it in my head, just paraphrasing it. And the words just kind of came. So if I needed to fine tune something, it could be like, oh, that meant this. OK, well, let me go back and say that. But mm -hmm. it was easy to put it in. That was always a cool thing to watch, too, because like we we all got, I mean, watched like hawks, like we had to be word perfect the script supervisor was always on us it was like the note from la like they have to say exactly what's on the page and you'd come to set and everyone was like oh well the rules don't apply to antoine yeah. <laughs> we, were all, yeah. we were all so in awe of you we were like how did he get that how do we yeah. get that yeah they and and you you always made it better like whatever they put on the page for skills you'd be like no i get the point but i'm gonna do it like this <laughs> but it's, it was it's fun to play with because as an actor I mean, 90% mm -hmm. of acting is listening. So if you're, it felt like I got to really be in the moment with you because I didn't know what to expect exactly. So it was my job mm -hmm. to listen to you and then I could respond. And usually what was on the page was a suitable response for whatever it was that you were saying. And sometimes it wasn't. And then we would just play and, you know, go go on the fly. Well, the thing is, they can't write Ebonics. They try to do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. That's the word. It's hard for them to write that. So it's just like, and and then to you know how it is like like you can't you can't play a character like this because you made a you may offend those people mm. that mm. actually talk like that. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So yeah. you got to go back to the hood because I still go to Compton, I still go to South Central and watch. And then they'd be like, man, you was a, man, you know we don't talk like that. You dumbing us down. You making us look stupid. You making us look. You see what I'm saying? Because that's not yeah. how it goes over there. So you know what I'm saying? So. Mm -hmm. You have to take that into account. Like, I can't be over here, you know, disrespecting doctors and I'm saying certain words and doctors are looking at me going, what? Yeah. That's not Oh man. I want to know what all of your friends thought when you joined on to this show about white kids kissing and crying, Antoine. Like, <laughs> you know, what did friends, they say? Friends would say, go and get that white money. Did anyone give you give you for being on like a teen drama? Because you I mean, you were a sports guy, you know, well, you've Can't... also played a teenager forever because yeah, forever. you are ageless. Yeah, I played I played. I told my daughter, I said I played 17 for 17 years. And she was like, <laughs> <laughs> has she seen it? Have, have your kids seen the show? I don't think they watch it. I, I mean, my kids are like totally not like industry kids at all. Like they know they're smart. Yeah, they get like uh -huh. my oldest son. He just, he got his last year at um, 
what is it, aerospace engineering, something. Um, wow. Bali, and then the young one, he's getting ready to go to college and he took this year off. So he's been working with me. My other daughter, she is still in school. And then the other one is doing something in makeup. So she's the only one that's kind of close because she want to do something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But she's still in school for that right now. So they was really just like not industry kids. I remember a few times, y'all want to go to the premiere? Nah, I'm about to go to some... You don't want to go to the premiere? That's why, like, I always bought, like, my sister-in-law, mom, pops. You know, mm-hmm. I bought other people because they never wanted to go. You know? Your son it's hung out cool. on set with us, though, which was mm-hmm. crazy to me oh, that yeah. you had, like, a kid old enough to come and, like, hang out. We were all such doofuses, all, and you were dead. Came. Yeah, they all came. Well, three of them came that one time mm-hmm. when we came, when we did the uh, the racer Soapbox Derby, yeah, yeah. That they all came in. That's when he was stealing all the snacks. (laughs) I also remember Tuan when you and I first started to become friends in the beginning, uh, and there was that night we were all still living at the Riverview Suites because, like, we hadn't found apartments yet or anything. And the fire alarm went off at like three in the morning, (laughs) and we all had to plod downstairs. And your little baby just crawled up in my lap, and I was like, "Hi, let's." (laughs) yes you can stay here yeah. and you looked at me and you were he like he's her. smart he knows he's cute and uh, I was like, yeah. it's it's working yeah, he, he's almost 21 now yeah, that's crazy. oh my so god oh my gosh he's the baby that's, that's the crazy part now he's it's my workout so we go he, he hit me up a couple weeks ago i was like dad you look good you've been working out i see you lost your weight um <laughs> can, I, can i come with you and go to your trainer i was like all right that's a compliment. Yeah, so wow. he been with me for the last couple of weeks. So I want to ask a question that we kind of all get hit with all the time from fans and in interviews and stuff, mm. which is, where do you think skills would be 10 years later? Yeah. Like, where is he now? I think skills would have been coaching. I, I really believe he would have been coaching because, you know, they did a lot of stuff that he did for the with the kids. You yeah. know, he was coaching. So I think skills would be like, if not the head coach, at least the assistant coach at, at Tree Hill High right mm, now. Yeah, I, I could see him as head coach for sure. Head coach yeah. or probably like a gym teacher, but, you know, a gym teacher, but slash basketball coach. I could see him. Yeah, yeah you know, he was a mentor in so many ways and had really had his really had his together, I feel like. Well, he became like Jamie's babysitter. Yeah. You know, like mm-hmm. anytime there was kid stuff, they put you on the case, Antoine. They were like, we know who can handle this. Yeah, <laughs> and, and the kids was so much easier than working with the girls. It was because, see, y'all got to get hair and makeup what? and wardrobe. <laughs> I was like, where are you about to go with this? Yeah, every, yeah. every time they yell cut the makeup people in y'all face, they're making sure your hair is straight. The kids, they just got dressed one time. They don't care. They're eating cheeseburgers. They got skateboards. They, it's all kind of, they, don't care. they didn't care about none of that. So we would get, and then they only had to work like five hours. So I was like, my day's short. <laughs> so... <laughs> You would have figured out. Hold on, though. We came back from hiatus one year. I don't know if it was season four or season five, but I got the memo. Maybe it was even season two. I got the memo that they were hooking Peyton and Skills up. Do you remember that? What? No, I'm going to tell you what happened. This is what happened. Tell me what happened. I did not hear this. We had went out. We went out and we went back to Swan's place when they was on Market Street. They was staying at that condo upstairs. So we went back there. So he started asking me questions like, well, what do you think? I said, man, why y'all don't never give skills no drama? Like, hook him up with a girl, like one of the main girls that, you know what I'm saying? Since yeah. y'all, like, well, I don't know. And I was like, no, listen. I said, if you, I said, that's all kind of girl codes y'all breaking this shit. 
So the best friend get to date the other one she's still in love with, and, and that y'all cool with that? Like, okay, that's a girl code. Like y'all, y'all yeah. break all that. So why not hook skills up with one of them? Since y'all all over the place, I said mm-hmm. him and Peyton would be really good. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because then it could dangerous. Be, yeah, it could give us some type of you know what I'm saying some type Conflict. of conflict. Yeah, because I don't have nothing. I'm just I just come in, say some funny. Shit. Then you don't see me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I said, that was it. So Peyton was, needed somebody that was funny. Peyton yeah. never got to kiss anybody funny. Yeah. Mm. I didn't get, to, I only kissed, who, who did I kiss? Just You kissed Bevan. I kissed Bevan. I kissed. Uh, um, Lauren. Lauren. and, and Miss mm-hmm. Lauren. And, and, and that, Deb. That's it. But like Lee kissed everybody. You know what I'm saying? Lee like, did Lee, kiss everybody. Everybody. Even my girl. Mm-hmm. Wait, did we ever, we should take a poll. Who, which character on our show kissed the most people? That's a fan poll. Ooh. Who do you think it was? That's a fan, fan poll. poll. Somebody do the math. I feel like it was probably Brooke. But oh man, if mouth beats Brooke, I'll be thrilled. <laughs> that be great. Yeah, you might be right. It, but I think it was, I think it was Lee because he kissed Brooke. He, mm-hmm. kissed, mm-hmm. he kissed my girl. He kissed, okay. he kissed Lauren. He kissed uh, Rachel. Right. He, kissed Rachel. Yeah, he kissed everybody. <laughs> he had Millicent. He had Millie, the other girl. Gigi. Yeah. Gigi. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. Oh, what a Marvin scam. McFadden. <laughs> Woo. Tuan, what yeah. was your what was your favorite thing about the experience the entire Wonder Hill experience? Like as you look back on that chapter in your life, like what was your favorite thing of all of it? You know what's crazy? Because I was just in when I say I was just in Wilmington last last week. And I like mm-hmm. look around and I like when I'm there, I feel like I gotta get up and go to work. Like I don't know why. Mm-hmm. I just feel like I gotta get up. We gotta Aww. go to straight gyms. Like it was like Oh, we not working on the show no more. Like down here, but the love is still yeah. here. Still crazy, but yeah. My biggest thing was I met a whole family. You know what I'm saying? That mm. that was like huge for me because I hated it in North Carolina when I first went. I used to take my video. It was so boring because you remember everything mm. used to close at like five o'clock. Yeah. Oh, yes. I didn't drink. I didn't smoke. I didn't do none of that. You know what I'm saying? So it was like I don't dance. I don't know nobody. <laughs> I'm just in this hotel room with that Wemmingtonian or Riverview, and I'm just chilling. Like, it was nothing to do until they came yeah. and picked you up from work. So as you look forward to going to work when you got there. But as soon as it was time for me to come home, I was like, let's go. I'm out of here. I'm going back to L.A. Plus, I had small kids yeah. at the time, too. So, but Yeah. What was the turning point for you? When did you start to feel like it was a home base? Season, like, five. Like, yeah. five, six. Yep, about, like, five, six is when I, like, because I remember I didn't sign until season four. I think it was season four. That's when I signed. crazy. Yeah, wow. because I was still recurring. But I was still working a lot, though. You know, like, mm-hmm. they, couldn't, they couldn't let me just, you know, because when I first started, I was doing, I, I had right after we did One Tree Hill, I went and did Never Die Alone. Right? Mm-hmm. We did Never Die Alone. I think that was like, oh, four. Then we got the pickup. So then everybody yeah. started working on that. But then I had, then Coach Carter came around. Mm-hmm. Even though that was still the same people, they was like, we can't do it because then we have to shoot you out and then we got to bring you back to L.A. So we'll just let you go do the movie. Then after the movie, then we'll bring skills. You know, that's when they came up with the whole we'll bring yeah. we go make a run at the state championship and stuff like that. I was like, all right, cool. Let, let's do it. Cause, but then Wilmington actually started growing a little bit by then. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I could get I could get used to this a little bit. Mm-hmm. It did go from like all antique stores. Remember, it was like all the antique stores. Yeah, it was yeah. Cool. but then like 
downtown all of a sudden was like bars and tattoo parlors. Then it became yeah. like fun. Yeah. yeah. It was just dead. I, it was so dead. I used to just play video games all day. I didn't do nothing. Oh, which yeah. is so strange for a college town. I, I always thought it should have been, there should have been more of a nightlife. I mean, I'm so glad that when we showed up there, that started, but like mm. the, Dawson's was there before us. There were lots of other projects there. I don't know why it didn't. Uh, yeah, it was remember. just still dead. I remember I tried to rent a car and I had to go up there and it was closed at like five o'clock, four o'clock. <laughs> like, it was not, no more stores after that on market. <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah, it was like fields and farms. Like, <laughs> no. I, Antoine, what are you working on now? I just did this show called A Ho, H-O-E. Um, me, okay. oh. me happiness <laughs> over everything. It's actually on my page, the, the trailer that I have posted with a friend of mine, Miko Grimes. She, um, cool. She, I met her. I've been knowing Miko since high school. We played ball together. Like she played at WNBA and all that, but I played ball with her. And, um, she ended up marrying, um, Brent Grimes in the, when he played for the, the Falcons and she became a sports agent, stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? So she made her own money. And so she was like, bro, I got a project. I want you to come help me do it. And da, 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 da. And we did it. It was a short film. It just won some awards somewhere, but she's shopping it right now to get picked up. But I also awesome. did another, I did another spot called, um, I did another joint called, uh, what is the name of it? St. Bodie. St. Bodie's Mad World. And it's a true story. It's supposed to be like a miniseries. Um, that's going to be crazy. My character's so, I'm like the Dan Scott. I'm evil in this. Ooh, one. fun. Ooh, that's going to be really fun. Yeah, and the little girl, the little girl that, that's in the show with me that plays my daughter, oh my gosh, she's incredible. Like, she's going to blow up. I, I posted her, I was like, like she's a newbie, but she has it. Like, she has it. Mm. Like, you posted this on Instagram so we can repost it? Yep, I posted it. Uh, I just posted the picture of her, but I'm waiting on them to send me the trailer. Uh, you have to let us be your cheerleaders. Yeah. I got you. I, I posted it. I, I'm definitely going to post it. I just hadn't posted it because they hadn't really put nothing out, you know, like that yet. But when so, it's go time, we're your girls. So good. And then I'm going to shoot that movie I was telling you about, The Leash, yes. in like November. So finally, it's, it's so been, good. Yeah, it's been like 11 mm. years. And finally, it's like we got the money to do it. So it's like, hey, let's Yay. do it. You know what I'm saying? Amazing. Like, we love you. It's so good to see you. I'm so glad that you came. Yeah. Will you come back on the show? Please. Yeah. yeah. Y'all let me come play okay. with us. What episode do you want to come back for? What's the episode where you're like, dibs? That one's mine. Let me see. Um, it was so many good ones, though. It was so many good ones. I can't lie. Because <laughs> me, I never read the script for the school. <laughs> so I never forget me and Lee was on set. And Lee was like, um, yeah, tomorrow we got to go. We got to go to the cemetery to film the funeral scene. I was like, somebody died. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. He was like, yeah. I was like. Oh, my bad. I didn't read that. You know what I'm uh, <laughs> oh, man. So I was like, man, I said, this is going to be a good episode. I need to read this. Then. I never read it. I watched it. Because at the time, I, when, when, when we first started, I knew we was going to last. I kept saying it. Everybody else was like, Twan, you tripping? You tripping? Yeah. tripping? Like, it's yeah. not going to. And I said, look, I'm going to tell you like this. We got some pretty white boys and some pretty <laughs> white girls. And y'all keep us in the damn tabloids. So we stand in the tabloids, this show coming back. I was like, it ain't no need to me auditioning for nothing. I'm just going to take my audition. It was like, Twan, they just merged the WB with this. They canceled all of these shows. I said, but this one ain't nowhere. Wow. <laughs> you did. You always had confidence. We need to have you and Barbara on the same episode. Yeah. Like we need a reunion. Yeah. 
Hell yeah. Yeah, I love I want to see you get get a little bashful around Barbara. Yeah. Yeah, she always. Don't look at your face. It's coming. She always (laughs) I love her. She is so sweet. And her daughters are so big and pretty and grown. And oh my God. No, can you believe? Yeah, I remember they was in um in Paris with us when we did the convention over there. Mm-hmm. And, oh oh yeah. my god! Oh yeah, me and me and Olivia and uh, we had so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> if if you're ever to go out in Paris with someone, it's Antoine. The time yes. that Antoine is taking me out, he also taught me what Uber was because I didn't know how to get home in Paris. And Antoine's like, I. I will teach you how to go out because you're a moron. Um, Antoine, we've got to wrap up, but I love you. And I'm excited that you're going to come back. And you've always taken such good care of us. Anytime something's Mm -hmm. going on in our life, you are the person that calls and checks in. And I can't tell you how important that is. Yeah, Um, we love you. I love y'all. You know, you already know. Wait, before he goes, should we spin the wheel? I I would love to have Antoine's input on the on the wheel. wheel. We do a we do a most likely to like in the yearbook every week, but we have this fun little thing that spins it and it picks the most likely to for us. Get ready for this. So it's it's picks at random. We need your help here. Who's most likely to write a best-selling book? Well, I mean, we have Lucas and we have Hillary, <laughs> like in real life and fiction. Oh, my God. Listen, so I've gotten some bad reviews for my book, and of course I read them, right? Ugh. And every single bad review is, for she punishment. didn't talk about One Tree Hill at all. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's, that's what they're mad about. It's like, wow. Bitch, please, we'll write a whole book about that. It'll be great. You can't please everybody. I say that, I, I used to do my parties for, at the convention and I still have people mad. So it's like, that's so funny. Somebody's always mad about something. They always mad about something. You can't please everybody. So I just say, you know what? It is what it is. Like, I don't give a damn. When the world is safe again and you throw your epic party at the next convention, Ooh. what is the karaoke song that you're going to sing, Antoine? In the air tonight, Phil Collins. <laughs> I can feel it. I might, I might do We Wait and We Wonder because I like that one. I like We Wait and We Wonder. That's a good, oh, that's no. a good part here out there. All right. We're counting the days. Y'all we're ready. get vaccinated. Wear your mask. Can't wait. Party to plan. Can't wait to see you guys. I love you. Love, I love you. you. Love you so much, Tom. Tell wifey we said hi. I will. She upstairs laying down. She had an appointment early this morning, so she in the bed. I'm finna. Mm. All right. Give her a hug for us. Give, give her a kiss. smooch for us. I will. Yeah, baby. I'm about to I love work. you. Love right. you. I love y'all. <laughs> What is better than a beach vacay? An all-inclusive beach vacay with Cheap Caribbean Vacations, of course. Cheap Caribbean gets you more food, more drinks, and more fun for less. Plus, you can score $175 instant savings on beach favorites in Mexico, the Dominican Republic, Jamaica, Aruba, and the Bahamas for even more awesome savings. Book by April 1st, 2024, and learn more about doing your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. That's CheapCaribbean.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. 
Hey, Hill, what are your spring break plans with the kids? Um, we are going to the city and just going to see like every musical we can get our hands on. That's, yes. It's just time. Sweeney Todd is playing. Oh, what about you? What are you doing? I think we're just going to stay home because we've got uh, some other travel coming up a little bit later. So we're actually just going to enjoy being in the house. And you mean you're going to rest? <laughs> I'm going to rest. Have kids come over, run around in the creek. It'll be fun. But if you're hitting the beach or retreating lakeside or lounging at the pool, then everything you need for your vacation is at Macy's. Macy's has an incredible selection of bathing suits, sandals, beach towels, and even sunscreen. And you can find everything you're throwing into your beach bag at Macy's. And if you're trying to dress it up and hit the town on the vacation, then head to Macy's.com to find the cutest summer dresses and perfect accessories to dress up any look. Oh my God, I can't wait to dress up. Plus... You can order online and pick up in-store or curbside, or you could get same-day delivery. Head on over to Macy's.com. Call it power, you guys. I love this. Your whole life you've been told that the enemy of eating well is giving into your cravings and indulging. But actually, your cravings are leading you right where you needed to be. It is Kala Power. I love this name. I do too. Kala Power is the brand that powers the food you crave with ingredients you deserve so you can crave on. If you're craving pizza, go ahead. Enjoy one of the Kala Power's thin and crispy stone-fired cauliflower crust pizzas. Craving chicken tenders? Kala Power's chicken tenders are made with real, all-natural white meat chicken and a crispy coating packed with cauliflower so you can get protein and veggies all in one bite. Oh, and that's not all. If you want to indulge in a big, warm bowl of pasta, you can dig in with Kala Power's cauliflower-based pasta meals. Dinner has never been easier or more delicious. With Kala Power, all the foods you crave are made with the power of veggies, gluten-free always, and ready in minutes. Most importantly, they taste like the foods you crave. Kala Power's products are available in freezers nationwide. Visit eatcalapower.com to find them in a store near you. Kala Power. Crave on. Hey, it's your drama queens, and we're here to tell you that choking is the fourth leading cause of accidental deaths. So let's talk about LifeVac. It is a life-saving airway clearance device, which has saved over 1,500 lives. LifeVac is the easiest, safest, and only non-invasive choking rescue device that can save the life of your loved one. Visit LifeVac, L-I-F-E-V-A-C dot net and enter promo code DRAMAQUEENS to save 20% and secure your home kit today. Antoine's doing this movie in November and he sent me the script to just like take a look at because it's producers that I've worked with before. And it is so him. (gasps) It's like an awesome thriller movie. He's the hmm. lead of it. Yes. It's like yes. you read it and you know that it is just the thing that was made for him. Mm. Oh. And so it it's gonna be so good. That makes me He's so happy. Be so good in it. And so I love seeing him like so fit mm. and in shape because yeah. it's like action-y. Mm-hmm. So Ooh. y'all keep your eyes peeled. Boyfriend's gonna be an action hero. I love that. Hey, what's ne- what's next week's episode? Anybody know? Oh god. What happens mm-hmm. in eleven? What are we looking forward to? Let's see. Uh Episode 11 is called The Living Years. Mm -hmm. And I mean, we have Dan and Deb now. They've got to go to therapy or she's kicking them out. Um, Basketball's on pause. Peyton's starting something up with Jake. It seems like there was a lot of chemistry there. Mm. Yeah. Well, it says here in this description, Peyton's dad comes home. Oh, this is going to be dad number one. There were two dads. Actually, there were three dads, but this is dad number one. Okay. Thank you all so much for joining us for another great episode. This one, this one was really, really fun. You know, 
the three of us got a little weepy when we watched that sort of epic moment going from Gavin at Karen's cafe to the boys on the river court and all of us in, and you know, our moment on the comet. And I don't know, we, we were all talking while we were watching it about how if there's a night that we could go back to and just relish in again, at least so far in these first 10 episodes, that, that would be the night to like bop back into the river, to the river court. And I would have stolen the Polaroids. You would have stolen the Polaroids. She's got sticky fingers now. (laughs) I would have just taken them and put them in a scrapbook. Felt so good to see everybody in the same place. And I remember us all having so much fun that night and, you know, just the weather and everybody having a ball and the lights were bright and the whole cast was there. And Mm -hmm. it felt like we were really doing something special and exciting and to, yeah. to, I really felt like I was a part of something special and and I, I was we were you night. know but that night it's for some reason the, the magic was alive yeah. so thanks for joining us for uh yeah. that special part of the episode for uh, for us and thanks for keeping the magic alive for us all these years guys don't forget you're the reason we're here go Ravens <laughs> Hey, thanks for listening. Don't forget to leave us a review. You can also follow us on Instagram at dramaqueensoth. Or email us at dramaqueens at iheartradio.com. See you next time. We're all about that high school drama girl, drama girl, all about them high school queens. We'll take you for a ride in our comic girl, drama girl. cheering for the right team. Drama queens, drama queens, smart girl, rough girl, fashion mitchell, tough girl, you can sit with us, girl. Drama queens, drama queens, drama queens, drama, drama queens, drama queens. What is better than a beach vacay? An all-inclusive beach vacay with Cheap Caribbean Vacations, of course. Cheap Caribbean gets you more food, more drinks, and more fun for less. Plus, you can score $175 instant savings on beach favorites in Mexico, the Dominican Republic, Jamaica, Aruba, and the Bahamas for even more awesome savings. Book by April 1st, 2024, and learn more about doing your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. That's CheapCaribbean.com. Hey, it's your drama queens, and we're here to tell you that choking is the fourth leading cause of accidental deaths. So let's talk about LifeVac. It is a life-saving airway clearance device, which has saved over 1,500 lives. LifeVac is the easiest, safest, and only non-invasive choking rescue device that can save the life of your loved one. Visit LifeVac, L-I-F-E-V-A-C dot net and enter promo code DRAMAQUEENS to save 20% and secure your home kit today. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Boy, I've spent definitely a significant amount of time in therapy in my life. And I think there's just so many layers to life that can be hard to navigate. And having somebody there to just talk through things really makes, it makes the days easier sometimes. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. I don't know about y'all. I love the holidays and they also stress me out. (laughs) Yesterday, I was trying to get everybody's gifts wrapped and I just needed a second. I was on my fourth paper cut and I was like, okay, take a walk around the house, (laughs) calm yourself down. And you know what I did? I went and got myself a cookie and I felt better. 
So all I'm saying <laughs> is if you're tired or besieged by paper cuts, I think you deserve a cookie too. I agree. Guys, Keebler <laughs> Sandies are buttery. They're shortbread cookies made with delicious ingredients like cranberries, pecans, and almonds. And each Keebler Sandy shortbread cookie is baked to perfection by those cute little Keebler elves for a light sweetness and a texture that melts in your mouth. When you need a comforting moment for yourself, Keebler Sandies. It's the perfect treat that'll keep you going. Next time you feel like you're juggling it all, reach for a Keebler Sandies shortbread cookie to enjoy a simple moment of comfort. Guys, we've been telling you about how we are huge fans of Tacova's boots, heritage, tradition, quality, comfort, style, and service. They're some of the best features of Tacova's, but now they also have a gift for our listeners. Hillary, yes. tell them what they've won. Girl, Tacova's will throw in one of their best selling trucker hats or ball caps. Free with a minimum purchase of $100 at Tacovas.com. So just use the code DRAMA at checkout. That is D-R-A-M-A at Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com. And point your toes west. <laughs> 